Do you ever just want to feel less stress and overwhelm around running a business or leading your team? Hey, well, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Less Stressed Leader Podcast, where we have discussions around practical tips and mindset shifts to being an entrepreneur, leading a team, scaling, and getting really good at focusing on being less stressed on your way to creating more successful growth in your professional world while also creating more personal joy in your life. I'm Trisha Barita, a working mom with twin girls, a business and employment law attorney, psychology major, and certified coach for women entrepreneurs and company leaders. Now, let's get after it. Hello, fabulous friend. So today I'm talking to you all about your workspace to check in as to how it makes you feel and how do you want to have it make you feel. If you're listening to this podcast, it's called the Less Stress Leader Podcast, okay? So I'm maybe going out on a limb here that you want to feel, I don't know, less stressed, including less stressed in your workspace. So we'll be talking all about Zen Workspace. And, you know, I'm going to give you three actionable tips for creating a Zen workspace. But before I do that, I want to talk a little bit about what Zen means and why, you know, why would we want it in our workspace? So you may think of Zen a certain way, actually. (laughs) You can hear people talking about it all the time, you know, uh, when they're referencing, you know, this Zen person or this Zen thing or that's very Zen. Um, And it has a lot of different contexts and, um, you know, ways it's been used over a very, very long period of time. Okay. Um, And so, you know, what's Zen to you may not be Zen to another person, not just in the definitions that I'm going to talk about here, but like in the actual things that make you feel Zen, make you feel, you know, this calmness. So, um, you know, in the actual Merriam-Webster dictionary, they have two definitions of Zen as a noun, and then two definitions of Zen as an actual adjective. So as a noun, you know, um, it's the Japanese sect of Buddhism that aims at enlightenment by direct intuition through meditation. Another of the noun definitions is a state of calm attentiveness in which one's actions are guided by intuition rather than by conscious effort. With the adjective, which is like going to be probably more where we're focusing really. Um, It could be something that's related to the Zen Buddhism or suggestive of the teachings, or it could have or show the qualities of, you know, such as meditative calmness and an attitude of acceptance that's popular uh, and often associated with the practitioners of Zen Buddhism. So we're going to focus on that calmness, you know, when I'm talking about Zen in your workspace. What does that mean to you? What really brings you calm? So before I get into those tips, um, let's, I want you to first just, and if you're driving, because <laughs> I drive a lot when I listen to podcasts, don't close your eyes or anything, but like, I do want you to just kind of think for a minute. Um, cause if you're not driving, it's not, it's nice. You can close your eyes and just imagine your workspace. Maybe you're at your workspace right now. I don't know, but imagine your workspace as it is today, like right now. Is there a natural light? 
is there clutter in front of you? What does that look like? Is it piles of paper? Is it sticky notes of to-dos or things people said to you when you're on the phone with them? Is there any plants in view? You know, is there magazines? You know, if you're in a certain industry, sometimes you get a lot of magazines or papers or whatever. Is there pads of paper or a lot of electronic wires and devices around you? Is there a computer in front of you, a laptop? Um, Do you work off an iPad? Like, um, what, you know, does the actual chair that you sit in feel like? What does it look like? Is it your style? Is it something that you love? Is it something that's, you know, there and has a functional purpose? What's the physical desk look like? What color is it? What does it feel like? What does it look like with your things on it? Do you work in an office, in a commercial office setting, or do you have a home office? Or maybe, you know, maybe your workspace is because you're on the go a lot or, you know, a big part of your job. So maybe sometimes your workspace is like out of a hotel or even in part of your car or on an airplane. When you're tapping into that mental space to get things done, where are you? That's the workspace. And think about that space because if you're really needing to ask yourself to accomplish big things in your brain, that that space that you're in, the physical space, right, and the digital space that you're in, what does that look like? How do you organize your folders and things on your computer or your your laptop? You know, what does that look like? That's another type of space, even though it's not just the physical, right? You're in there. You're in the computer looking for things, doing things. What is that space like? Now, how would you describe your workspace? Think of just one word. Would you say it's disorganized, chaotic, uncontrolled, purposeless, unsettled, untidy, unmethodical, fairly clean, just okay, (laughs) sparkling clean, Sparkling amazing like unicorns. <laughs> what whatever. What what does the actual word that you would use if you if I said, hey, you got to give me one word, how would you describe it? And let me ask you this. Would you change anything? Just before we even go through some of the ideas and stuff I have, would you just change anything right now? You already know. And how does it make you feel, this workspace? And that's that may seem silly, but seriously, this is where you are asking yourself to do those big, big brain things, right? This challenging work work and how the space feels matters. So how does it make you feel? Does the space, you know, um, make you feel good? Does it make you feel, you know, neutral? Like say the space is sparkly, clean, free of clutter, minimalist, but the feeling you tap into in this space is uninspired, you know, or you do get that feeling of neutral, or maybe you even feel because you have a lot of stuff going on maybe you feel overwhelmed. You know, maybe you want to feel something different. That's kind of why we're looking to create the Zen workspace unique to you. I mean, what do you want to feel? Do you want to feel more calm, harmonious, serene, peaceful, purposeful, inspired? That's what we're talking about. That's what you should lean into. So my number one tip for you is let that feeling Whatever it is, that feeling, identify the feeling that you want to feel about this workspace and let that feeling that you've identified be your guide. And let me tell you how to do that. So 
everyone says like when you're like talking about workspace, you're like declutter, declutter. And you're like, okay. But honestly, I think that the decluttering is, is yes, it's something that's great to do. But sometimes you're like, well, what does all that mean? And sometimes when you're working, it clutters back up again. And so like, what exactly is guiding you on the declutter, right? And I think that's where you're looking at everything in your view and what is the purpose and can I remove it or minimalize it? I mean, if you're looking around you, right, are there knickknacks that have kind of piled up, things that you've like acquired, things people have given you? Do you really want them where you have them, where you can see them? It doesn't, just because someone gave you something doesn't mean it has to go on your desk. I know it's a horrible thing to say, right? But because people are like, yes, I gave this to you to put it exactly on your desk. But guess what? They're not there with you and you're trying to do all this tough, tough brain work. And you know what? It doesn't mean you don't love them or love the thing they gave you. It just means that you may want a different kind of space. So it's okay to say, I love this thing. I'm going to put it in this drawer here where I put loved things, you know? And it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have to mean anything about the person that gave it to you or what it is. Now, I think you always start with that feeling you want, right? Like I was talking about. It it will lead you to what you want the space to be. You really just have to let it. You simply ask when putting things in or out of the space, does it make me feel And then you step in that feeling you want to feel. Does it make me feel calm? Does it make me feel purposeful? Does it make me feel peaceful? Does it make me feel inspired? And if you need the item, okay, and it doesn't make you feel that (laughs) peaceful or whatever, it doesn't mean that you, you know, chunk the item. But can you minimize its impact on the space? Can you put it in a drawer or in a shelf? Focus on everything you can see when you walk into the space and when you're in the space, like sitting at, a, at the chair or at a desk or if that's your what your space looks like. Think about even like stuff like cable management and wires. Um, can you use cable organizers and clips to prevent tangling or use cable sleeves to make them out of sight and even label cords for easy identification. I mean, when was the last time you asked yourself, do I have effective storage for my current needs? Like really? I always put this over here. I always put that over there. Is that really working for me? Is that, do I want to look at that? Maybe I can put that somewhere here where I can't see it, but it's still soaring. Or maybe I need some stuff where uh, I don't see the clutter. It's much more hidden. You know, on an annual basis, I think it's good, if not more frequently, to like look at your physical storage, like shelves, cabinets, um, your shredding area, whatever that is, and, and look and see if there's a way to improve it. And look and see if there's a way to make it more your style, the way you want it to be. Also, digital storage can also be a place where you want to have a calm feeling. (laughs) Some people are like, oh my God, like my folders or everything. Maybe you're super organized in the digital space. But if you're not, you know, can you reorganize those digital folders without taking hours and hours um, in your computer to make things simpler, less chaotic when you log into the computer? It could just be as simple as combining some folders together so that you have a very clear path and you're not getting distracted when you're looking for documents or identifying something in a different way or having a better like um, naming system even is great for like having to be able to find certain things. Um, One way you know your digital storage is out of whack, though, I would say is if you're spending more than five minutes looking for a document you probably need to look at whether or not you can improve the way that that is actually filed or stored or however. It should not be taking that long. I mean, every once in a while, if you have a really 
crazy document that got misfiled or something. But if it's in the right place, you should be able to find or locate whatever that document is related to the business or work that you do. All right. So for me, I have to tell you, um, sticky notes are a crazy thing for me. <laughs> I like love them and I hate them. They don't make my space zen, but they're so dang convenient. Okay. So when I need to reset my space, the first to go are all those dang sticky notes. I collect the info um, and they had, and I shred them. I try to do it once or twice a week, but I definitely can't have them all over the place. They drive me kind of crazy and it, it doesn't feel like at all zen. And so that's my kind of like weakness. Like I, I can't, I don't want to give them up, but like I definitely find that um, I have to remind myself like don't like do too many sticky notes because <laughs> you're going to have to go through all these. And they don't feel, again, they don't give me that Zen workspace that I've created. So if you don't know where to start, I say this, I actually say just take everything off the desk and off the space. And then look at things and put them back one by one. Because then you're really like going, where do I want this? Like you're kind of like, because when everything's there and you're trying to move stuff around, you're like, well, then I'm going to have to move this and then I'm going to have to move that. If you take everything away and then you just kind of add back in, you'll realize some of the stuff that is there is not necessarily there for any real reason except for you had it there forever. And so you just keep putting back um, or you have some thought about why it needs to be there. Like... So, um, I would say that's where you start. Okay. Tip number two, create a Zen zone. So one of the things I've talked about before and in this podcast, episode number two is how to take five minutes to de-stress at your desk. And I gave out a free meditation, um, in that podcast, um, on, on my website. So if you want, if you didn't get that free meditation, you could go grab it. Um, it's just five minutes. It's a guided meditation to de-stress your desk. It's at trishabarita.com forward slash podcast forward slash the number two. Or you can just go to trishabarita.com and follow the podcast links to the number two episode. But let me ask you this. If you did get that free meditation and you've tried it out, how much better would it be to have a space designated that you feel amazing about to do the meditation in? And you can do it at your desk, right? This could be your actual desk. You could feel amazing about that. Or it could be a chair or a couch in the room, you know, maybe something in your favorite color or style. It could be a yoga mat that you pull out or, you know, um, for mindfulness breaks or like cushion, a cushion or something, you know, thinking about like how to create this sort of like Zen zone is kind of cool. Like, you can really just sort of think about like what connects you without anyone else involved. Just start to think about like what would be great that I would like and that would really bring me calm and would connect me. So use colors that soothe you and think about possibly is there a way to soften the lighting? Like maybe you add a lamp. And so so maybe if you take a mindfulness break, you turn the light off and leave the lamp on. Or maybe if, you know, um, you take advantage of some natural light that you have in your space, you know. Could you add a plant in there? <laughs> some people I know are not great at taking care of plants, but, um, you know, what could you do, like, that could give you some calm? Think about sensory elements, you know. 
are you know could you fit in a cozy blanket somewhere or some type of aromatherapy like lavender um, you know or even able to play like some type of sensory sounds when you you know I'm not saying you have to do this all the time if you're working maybe because you're on phone calls you know on sensory sounds in the background but like if you're going to take like a five minute meditation break like that so or even just any little break a coffee break for yourself or um, now, if you work in a busy commercial workspace, this may seem like, well, this is like not possible. And, you know, this isn't something I could really do and it wouldn't be accepted or whatever. Um, and I understand. I understand that. <laughs> I really do. Um, I, I've i been through, you know, the, you know, working these big firms, law firms and a smaller law firm. And when I got my first job at a law firm in a huge high rise in downtown Houston, Texas, I was working with all male lawyers and I had no clue how to decorate my space. I remember walking with them downtown, like on the sidewalks and I was wearing high heel shoes and, you know, of course they're wearing flats, um, dress shoes. And we would be walking to court and, um, like all of my heels, like the back of my heels, like they got like so torn up. Like I'd never even seen like a heel, like be destroyed in that way. Cause I was trying to keep up with them. I'm short. So I'd like really trying to work to walk with them. And I just remember like feeling, how do I fit into all of this? Right. And, um, cause I'm different than them. You know what I mean? Even though I am an attorney, like I just have, um, you know, I dress differently and, and I really never recognized how to figure out how to make my space there, especially when I first started in my twenties, like how to make it my own. But I remember I was trying, like I was trying to figure it out. So I got on, like, I didn't have anything on my, my walls and they all had stuff on their walls. So I was like, okay, I, I went on art.com and I found like this huge, huge, like crazy big photo of, uh, that you could mat and frame and they would like del deliver it to you. And it was a picture in front of the United States Supreme Court in DC when the cherry blossoms were in bloom, which is like these pink flowers. And I remember being like, so proud of this. I thought, thought this is so lawyerly. Um, it's really going to fit in, you know, um, but there's like a feminine aspect, right? Because there's these pink flowers in it, but it's still like, but I never had been to DC when the cherry blossoms were in bloom. You know what I mean? So I don't really have like a connection to this document, this, uh, this photo that I picked and to have framed. And, you know, my focus was very much on the fitting in and how do I, you know, how do I, you know, fit in and make sure that I put something up and like, you know, it, 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 you know it doesn't offend or it's not weird, you know, and I don't stand out too much. And I remember having all these thoughts about that and it didn't inspire me ever. I mean, it was a nice photo. Really it was, but it didn't feel like me. And it took me a long time to try to figure out what did inspire me and what I could do that would make me feel more connected. So I would say like, um, I totally understand, you know, being in those spaces where you're sharing them with other people and how to, how to make a space your own you know, knowing other people are going to be coming in there too. <laughs> like, um, what does that feel like? But I stay lean into trying to connect still with yourself. And um, I say that, you know, could you create visual balance and symmetry, like clean lines and minimalism? You know, maybe that will bring you that calm, that sort of Zen workspace that you want. You know, some people see minimalist as empty, but I see it as purple, you know, purposefulness. Like, you become very intentional about what you allow in your line of view at work and in your space. You know, could you find a piece of artwork that really speaks to you? And could you have that in your workspace? You know, so when you really look around in your Zen zone, you know, 
how can you, or in your workspace, how can you create that Zen zone, right? Like, could you reposition the furniture in a way that brings you more joy and calm? I mean, sometimes I used to just do that in my office. I reposition that furniture a lot in my first office, just trying things out, trying to figure out like what felt right for me. Could you have a succulent, like if you're not great at plants or you don't have a lot of light in the space to bring a different element to the space, you know, and they don't die that easily. <laughs> um, I think that kind of just focusing on the fact that it's okay to have a Zen, you know, workspace, a Zen zone in your workspace and kind of thinking about what you would like that to be and how you can create that for yourself. Now, my number three tip is seek intentionality with personalization and inspirational items. So this is kind of interesting because, you know, I was talking about the knickknacks and stuff before. That's not really where I'm going with that. But I think that personalization, inspiration, inspirational items are some things that have inspired you, have inspired you for a long, long time. And some things are new. Sometimes you're changing, you're developing, you're getting inspired by new things. And so reconnecting with what really inspires you, maybe that quote doesn't inspire you anymore. So why do you have it on your desk? Why do you have it in view? You know what I mean? Maybe the artwork doesn't really inspire you anymore. What is inspiring you today about what you want to accomplish now? You know, do you want to feel empowered? Do you want to feel a balance? Do you want to feel peace? You know, what's personal or inspirational to you? And then create that, find that. Maybe you're looking, maybe you have something at home and you're like, man, that should be at my workspace, you know, if you're in a commercial setting. Or maybe you have it in another part of your home and you have a home office and you need to kind of think about bringing it in. I mean, I remember I was in Colorado. I was in some nature store with a lot of rocks and crystals and I, I'm just like wandering through looking at all this stuff. Like, and I was like, there was this light pink rock crystal and it just was so beautiful. I picked it up and I was like, Oh, I love this. Um, and it turned out to be a rose quartz crystal. And I think that's supposed to be for like supporting emotional relationship healing or inspire compassion, boost feelings of peace and calm. I didn't know that when I picked it up, but I was it was very big and it was beautiful and I just loved it. I love the calming element when I looked at it because it was so beautiful. And so I bought it and I keep it on my desk. And um, it's kind of little stuff like that, you know, that you mean something to me that connects to me that when I see it, I get that feeling of the calm that I want. And that's the kind of thing that I'm encouraging you to kind of seek out and reevaluate too. Um I also like doing this from a digital perspective. I often like change those backgrounds on my computer to match like calm scenes of scenes of winter or even animals or like the fall leaves. I love those pictures um, in the fall time, especially um, one I did was like old bridges. Um, I think one of them was like colors, um, like bright colors. And they had pictures of beautiful city streets in European towns and like a picture of all those spices from Morocco. If you've ever seen them, they're beautiful. You know, and when you're having sometimes a crap day, which sometimes you have at work, okay, a, a day that feels like crap, especially if you're dealing with people that are less than awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. A cute picture of puppies playing, you know, uh, that pops up onto my screen makes me feel a little bit of relief. It can't be all that bad. That puppy looks happy. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like people scroll silly animal videos and beautiful travel destinations, pics, videos on social media all the time. It gives you a feeling. That's why they do it. It gives you that sort of like little bit of boost, right? Um, so how do you connect to that in your workspace? How do you bring that in? 
I also look to create inspiration on the number one device we're all on usually, which is the phone. My background wallpaper on my phone is always a picture of my twin girls of them together doing something either was candid or a professional shot or something that I connect to that I just really loved the photo. And so I always feel love when I see it, um, no matter what I'm doing. And then my front wallpaper or lock screen that I see most of the time, all the time, is always an empowering quote. And I change it out as needed. Um, but there's a couple quotes that I really, really love that just kind of, when I read it, I just feel empowered to like get the day going and get my stuff done, get after my goals, you know, the big scary dream goals and all the stuff. So I like to connect with those digital spaces of how to like kind of create that Zen workspace. I mean, remember, this is your space, both physically and the digital space you have. And you get to make, you know, make it feel however you want to. So what about the space feeds you, inspires you, brings you calm, gives you this feeling you want? That's the question you want to ask yourself. That's the stuff you want to go after. I can always share a lot more on this topic. Uh, I do like it. And I do think it's a, a thing that you can always be reconnecting with. But I'll leave you with that for now. Remember, you know, you got this. So go get after it. Thanks for listening to the Less Stressed Leader Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into one of these topics and learn more about working with me, go to www.trishabarita.com. Now have a beautiful day.